0: Would you welcome and honor Art Fuller?
1: Our life is about being authentic. Uh, The Lord woke me up. (laughs) Which he does quite often. And um, I'll be on it. He'll be taking me on a, a track in truth that I've maybe never thought of before or considered. And um, he was just sharing with me, I made you to be authentic. And uh, the authentic is A-W-E. <laughs> um, I'm going to try to... Um, Give you kind of a back story Because I think you have the front story You've heard the message really What Donna was sharing is really uh, An incredible truth That somehow That is Somehow um, We are so valuable To God That he's decided that we are a place where he wants to hang out forever. And I'm going to try to give you the uh, experiences that I had and how I had to struggle with those experiences and what it did in terms of transforming my ability to understand who God really is because our humanity doesn't get who he is because number one he's eternal and we don't understand something that's eternal with human reasoning because it's limited to here and now and it's limited to this world reality that we live in and so it's difficult to comprehend the incomprehensible but the the Lord has chosen to give me experiences that absolutely ruin my ability to think, and I've had to wrestle with them for really for years, actually. And it it really comes down to a very a, a place of simplicity that I'm absolutely astonished at. I am so astonished, I, it's hard to uh, even explain it, but I'm going to attempt to. <laughs> and my, one of my uh, first experiences that was really outstanding is I was taken in a vision to at the moment that Jesus was on the cross. I'm looking at him eye to eye, and I realize he's up here somewhere, but in my vision we were face to face not more than a foot and a half away, I'm looking at this man who I think is the greatest hero that ever lived, and he's he had a message for me. And, and when you have a revelatory vision like that, you know more than you can understand how to explain that you know. And I already knew he said, Father, why have you forsaken me? That was previous to this moment. So I'm in this moment in time where he's saying, Okay, he has something he wants to say to me. And he's going, Art, you are more valuable to me than myself. I was in such a state of shock. Because here's my hero. Here's the guy that I think is the greatest being in the universe. And he's saying that there's a value that I hold for him that is more valuable than his very self. And that just... I was what my, the word that came out of my mouth without even thinking was no way <laughs> my my self esteem my self appraisal of who I am as a human being can no way match who he is and yet he's saying to me no you you don't, you have a value that is I hold in the highest regard, even above myself, what are you thinking? Are you crazy? You know, that's... Because my, my mind just couldn't comprehend it. And so that was a four-year journey because anytime you have a vision like that, you can go back to that same vision. And I would go back there and say, tell me again, Jesus... you're more valuable to me than myself. (laughs) I heard that hundreds of times because it took that many times. Finally, I realized there was no way in my humanity that I could reconcile what he was saying. There's just no way. So finally, my freedom came the day I said, went back to that same place and said, Jesus, you're right about me. I can't even understand what I'm saying that I'm agreeing with you about because I don't even get it. I completely don't get it. My It escapes my a reality altogether. But Jesus, you're right about me. That was a breakthrough. And every day I try to say that. Because... That is probably the greatest gift you could give yourself is to say, Jesus, you're right about me. If you have issues, if you have problems, it really doesn't matter because you just agreed with someone who thinks you're really the greatest thing that could ever live. He made us and designed us divinely in such a way that we are completely and totally unique. There is never going to be another you. That's... How he made us. He chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. So before you were lost in Adam, you were found in Christ. Okay? I highly recommend the mirror translation because it says it that way. You need to understand the, the truth about who you really are and how powerful God absolutely adores and loves you. And as you come to embrace that truth, it will change everything. I'm going to try to relate, jump into a, a parallel uh, thing that the Lord's really been speaking to me about, and that was the life of Christ. And I, and I believe that with all the scholars that teach With all the things that we've been taught from the scriptures, people like myself who are human can't comprehend the divine. And so they can't see our humanity as being valuable. We're told our humanity isn't really good enough and it doesn't measure up to God's uh, sense of righteousness and holiness. But God came to us, number one, while we were yet sinners. He didn't come because we were just exactly the perfect fit. We didn't measure up. But that's not how he saw us. He saw us measuring up in such a way that it, it, it eclipses anything we could ever think or believe or ask about how we are. And so we can't live with our opinion of ourselves because that's how we get into trouble. Because our opinion then becomes greater than his idea of us. And so for years I would go back and forth with my idea of me and And I I never even considered what his idea of me was like. And as I began to uh, wrestle with this different idea of one day, I woke up in the morning and, and, and the question entered my mind. What if you've never lived one day as the real you? What if you've only lived in the idea of yourself? And what if God's idea of you is the real you? And you've not even considered what that looks like. So this has taken me years and years, what I'm going to tell you next. This is not something that just is, has been an easy thing to deal with. But as I've considered the, the life of Jesus Christ on the earth, that he was fully human, he was more human than we realize. And somehow the theologians can't really comprehend because they say, well, he was fully God and fully man. But there's a distinction that makes it easier to understand That I'm going to try to share with you now And that Jesus was a man Who did not have free will And I'm saying it that way So you really get the point The point is He let us in on what he How he was going to live his life And he said I've only come to do The will of the one who sent me that clearly delineates that he did not choose to have free will. And that's such an important thing to comprehend because it eliminates free will out of his life altogether. We have free will, each one of us. But he chose not to. And it was because of a factor that has just recently... Slammed me in the head. The truth of it, the Father is the one that gave the law of Moses, the law to Moses. The Father is also the one that knows how to fully, completely, perfectly fulfill the law of Moses. Jesus was a man who could not fulfill the law in himself. In fact, it was It's so stated in scripture that it's impossible for us as humans to fulfill the law. And God knew that. It was a setup. If you try to keep the law, you would fail. It was humanly impossible to fulfill the law. So here's Jesus living his life. And he's totally submitted and surrendered to the Father's life. So it was really the Father's life that was living the life for Jesus. It was the Father's life. He said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I only do what I hear, see the Father doing. I only say what I hear the Father saying. So he had totally s- surrendered his life to the Father's life. And the Father's life knew how to keep the law perfectly. And Jesus got to be a human being, submitting his, his life to the Father's life, And the Father was fulfilling the law perfectly in his life. The Father lived his life in his son's life all the way to the cross. There's a moment in time on the cross prior to the vision that I had where Jesus says, Father, why have you forsaken me? If the Father hadn't departed... His spirit hadn't departed from his son. Jesus would still be on the cross. Because you can't kill eternal life. So he had to release his beloved son to take then upon himself all the sin of all humanity. Now, that whole story is over. He is resurrected. He's the King of kings and Lord of lords. And since he included us from before the foundation of the world in his love and included us in the life of Christ, because Christ's life now is your life. Jesus never got to be himself. But he gets to be himself in you. That's what's so brilliant. That's the value that you hold, where Jesus says, You're more valuable to me than myself because the real you is Jesus. That's what Donna was talking about. So that's the backstory that explains it. And how does that work? It's so stupid simple, it's crazy. You see, we think that somehow we can be Jesus in and of our own ability. Impossible. No way. Can't happen. The way Jesus gets to be himself in you is when you invite him in to all of the places where you feel less than. All the places where you feel inadequate. All the places where you're fearful, where you're scared, where you're frightened, where you don't have what it takes to do what you want to do in life, to go where you want to go in life. All of the places where you are broken. All of the places where you've been fractured because of what's happened in your childhood as you grew up. All of the devastation in your life, all the struggles, all the pain, all the sorrow, all the stuff. All you have to do is say, Jesus, will you come into that place? Would you please come into that place where I am fearful, where I feel totally alone, I feel abandoned, I don't have what it takes, I'm depressed, I'm lonely. I am broken. I can't get fixed. And I can't fix myself. Would you come into that place? And as you invite him in, because he made you to be glorious, he made you to be glorious. He can only do one thing, he comes into that broken place with his glory. And he starts to do what you could never do. He starts to transform your life. And the God that's coming into your life does not have free will. well. Think about that. He comes in and transforms you in that Surrendered life that he gave to the Father. That life only knows how to surrender fully and completely to the Father. You can't even do that. But you can when he comes in. Suddenly you have the ability to be surrendered because of his including you in that life. That transforming power of that life completely will change you and you have not anything whatsoever to do with that all you've done is invite him in wow i think i just discovered the most amazing freedom i've i could ever know because i It's not about me doing or being anything. It's about his being in me. It's not a do-do-do lifestyle because the do-do lifestyle gets stinky really fast. And so many people are taught to do-do-do-do and I'm saying, no, just let him be, 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 be. Dooby dooby doo. Doobie doobie. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's absolutely stunning and it's brilliant because he will come and absolutely transform you as you invite him in. And we're, we're terrified to invite God in. Religion has taught us no, don't you dare. Don't invite him into your brokenness. That's not good. I'm telling you, yes. Because when you do, when you're vulnerable and you say, I, I'm a mess, invite him into your mess. And you'll be absolutely blown away. Because he can only come in his glory. He can only come in his glory. And his glory absolutely is transformational. There is nothing like it in the universe. It is the only kind of thing in the world that will totally take you from where you are to where you're going. It's his life that will take you to where you're going. And you can't make it happen You cannot go to self-improvement classes. You can't go to any kind of self-help thing. It will never work. Your effort is zip. But what he can do in his glory in you in the most vulnerable, terrifying place that you would ever think to invite him into will blow you away. Blow you away. Wow. It's so incredibly simple. Absolutely and simple. And I never got the understanding before that Christ chose not to have free will on purpose because he can come into me with that same determination that he will cause you to live in a life where you choose not to have free will because he's imparted that into you. And you can't make yourself have it. Wow. It's a gift. As he enters into your life, as you invite him in, because he's not forcing his way in, You do have free will. You can say no. (laughs) You have the right to say no. (laughs) But if you take the risk and invite them into all the places, you may feel inadequate. You may be going to college and, wow, I can't, I'm just not getting this. You say, Lord, hey, come into the place that I'm not getting this. Watch what happens. It will blow you away. Absolutely, it's 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 so phenomenal. It, it, and I go, how did I miss this? It's so simple. How did I miss this? What you loved about Donna is that somehow she got that. And it, it's. This is kindergarten Christianity, guys. Really, honestly. Inviting him in to your place, all the places that you're fearful. What happens when you invite him into your place of fear? That perfect peace that comes with in the glory completely annihilates fear. You'll end up being the most. You know, if you can if you can think of the most preeminent weakness that you have in your life, guess what? That becomes your greatest strength. That's exactly what happens. Where you feel the weakest, that's where you're the the strongest. So I invite you into this amazing, simple life of transformation Because we haven't even begun to scratch the surface of where this will take you. There is so, so much more. When Donna's talking about you being Jesus, we haven't seen people walking on this earth yet with that lifestyle that is uniquely theirs in Christ it is so beyond what we've ever seen before. Trust me, the the revival that's coming is going to be so amazing. Because people will begin to suddenly understand that the greatest gift that they've been given is the gift that Christ had when he said, be light. You see, that same... Ability is in every single person here The creative ability to say be light In the unique way that you need to say it All creation is growing and prevailing For you, to, for the manifestation of the sons of God Because they're the ones that need to say the words That cause transformation of the entire world and the universe because when that word from Christ in you is released that's only assigned to you and no one else hmm only assigned to you and no one else Adam was assigned to name all the animals that was assigned to him and no one else what is your assignment what are you supposed to speak into existence what is your life's message that you're supposed to speak into existence that will totally change the face of the world? That's you getting to be the real you. So is it worthwhile? Yes. Is it going to make a difference? Absolutely. Absolutely. And do you have to work hard at it? Totally not. Jesus is the one who is going to do all the work. He is the author, and he is the finisher of you. For you to get to be the real you is not any work on your part. You're just saying, come in and be yourself in and me. And, and start with all, all the bad places. <laughs> start with my weakest weakness, start with my inadequacy, start with all my feelings of not being able to accomplish anything, and suddenly you, you start thinking differently. You start acting differently, you start to believe differently, because you don't even have the faith yet that you need. And he gives you that faith because faith enters you, into you when you ask him in. See, Jesus has perfect faith. He has God's faith. And so you're just inviting God's faith to come into your life. And what will his faith do? Wow. You are not going to be the same person. Because it's God's faith. And did God's faith ever fail? Once. Never. Did all the people that Jesus said be healed, were they healed? Yes. A hundred percent. And there isn't a person who's even in elementary stage of understanding the truth of the scriptures that will argue that he, that has the concept that he couldn't heal. There was never anything that he declared would happen that happened. It always happened. He was always faithful to accomplish everything he set out to do and accomplish. And he will exactly show that to you. You will experience that same reality that I'm trying to describe that is absolutely mind-blowing. So if you want to have a mind-blowing life, I suggest that. would be a good thing to do. What Donna, how Donna lived, I got to watch and I got to observe and I got to see that... She changed people yeah. by stepping outside of herself and believing that she was the Lord's arms. Yeah. She was the Lord's hands. You get to have that too.
0: Did yeah. you see here? Stay here. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much. That
0: is beautiful. <laughs> Why don't you um, g- remain standing, go ahead and remain standing because I want art I want him just to bless you right now, so just bless us. go ahead and shower it on. Okay.
1: Father, I just impart this truth in the deepest part of our soul that we soul, mind, and body become completely integrated into your life and into your love that you already had in mind for us even before the world was even formed, God. You chose us in the ultimate lifestyle, the lifestyle of your beloved son who is able to totally, completely transform us into who we need to actually get to be, the one you designed us to be, Lord. We get to be the real self, the the real you, Lord, the the you you that you had in mind for us to be. And, Lord, I just bless each person, Lord, that from this day forward, they have the tools because you are the tool that will do it. (laughs) You are the means of making their life completely different. They don't need to go to a class to learn how they just need to invite you in to all of the vulnerable places and say come in god come inside me and live your life in me with me and through me and make this the most amazing adventure that i've ever discovered as possible i just bless each person to totally get that to totally experience the awe inspiring truth that completely lets you liberates you from all of your stuff that you've carried for years and years and we thank you lord wow you you, you're all about doing this and accomplishing this for us with us hallelujah thank you (laughs) would you
0: just extend a hand to art we're just going to bless him father we thank you for your son art who you love this is your beloved son in whom you are so pleased. And Father, thank you for your grace upon grace upon grace every day of his life, that he gets to continue to walk with you until the day that he walks right into the full reality of everything his heart knows to be true. Thank you for the the time that is coming soon when all of us... Donna and everyone that 's proceeded with us will get to to be together with you forever that 's always been your heart. Father, you are are a papa who wants all of your kids together with you forever so thank you god and and uh, just declaring that grace to over over uh, David and Amari and Lorraine and even uh, Sadie and Aletheia and uh, everybody all, the whole family, just the fuller family, just grace upon grace. Let your your love abound and carry each one of them, God, every day of their lives. And we thank you and we give you the praise for Donna's life that goes on and on in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen.